Hello and welcome to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo podcast. This week we discuss two episodes of Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, Add a Confessional, and The Run. saying is i got word that after last week's episode of the gamestop corporation issued a contract on you so hmm i mean i'm not happy about it i i didn't do it hmm that's a <laughs> that's sigmar from dark souls 3 <laughs> no he doesn't go oh yeah he does go hmm. there you go hmm yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got. It I down. couldn't remember which Onion Knight did that. If it right, was no, now you do it. Hmm. That's that's a pretty good one. It's more like hmm. on the sad side of things. That's how he sounds when he's like, uh, he's at, at the uh, yeah, the the soup like thing? a bell tower. Oh yeah, yeah. When he's like lost in thought, yeah, he, he's not sure how to how to get down because he's too much of a big boy. All right, uh, no, he's thinking about fighting that demon thing. Yeah, but he also. I, I thought he was confused about how to get down. Uh, all right. Maybe. Siegmeier off. Let's see who's got the better one. Okay. All right. I'm going to go first. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Now you do it. Hmm. 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 This is the worst intro <laughs> we've ever, we we ever done. <laughs> It made the podcast unlistenable <laughs> one minute and 30 Look, seconds. We've got, t- we've got two episodes here. We have to do something. <laughs> Fill in time. At least, that was look. a minute and 40 seconds. And it felt like. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that was like a full five minute intro that we just did. Somebody, okay. Somebody's playing that in their car and they drove into a tree. <laughs> so they didn't have to hear any more of it. <laughs> Vehicle crashes into an Arby's kitchen after motorist listens to Stand and Deliver, a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure (laughs) podcast. Uh, Look, I think that you and I can both agree, even though we have very diverging opinions about Dark Souls 3, that Siegmeier is the best part of that game. Yes, I do agree with that. Perfect. All right. Uh, We can broker peace in the Middle East now, I think. We've come to an agreement on Dark Souls 3, so we can do anything. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. otherwise, like, Dark Souls 3 is just, like, I saw something I recognized and I clapped the game, so. I had a pretty good time with it. Yeah, well, you I would. I pretty good. Welcome I to Stand and Deliver JoJo Podcast. Shit. I'm Larry Davis. With me, as always, George Brundle and nobody else. Uh, I lost my, sh- I, I just want to say that I lost my shit when Michael Keaton showed up in the Flash trailer 
And I was like pretty convinced I wasn't going to watch the movie on account of Ezra Miller uh, many times. <laughs> the whole thing about <laughs> Ezra now, Miller. Now I'm thinking this is my Hogwarts legacy moment where I end up watching it anyway. Oh boy. <laughs> it's kind of messed up that the Supergirl in that apparently is like supposed to be the Supergirl. Yeah. And people are like, well, what? Uh, Ezra Miller doesn't look like the comics version of Barry. It's like, yeah, but he also doesn't look exactly like uh, Impulse or something. So the the thing that I understand that's going on is like the other Barry is going to become like Evil Flash, right? Probably, yeah. He had like the yellow uh, hoodie on and everything. Eh, well, Reverse Flash is a different character. It's um, Eobard Thawn. Is his real name That is a really good name Professor Zoom is another name he uses <laughs> Should um, I start reading Flash? Because all this sounds great <laughs> the, Mar- the Mark Wade Flash is really good um, okay. Well it's Mark Wade so. That's true yeah. um, It's before he started saying strange things About the Romani people Uh oh What? <laughs> There's something I think it was Mark Wade um, Where he uh Went to Romania and he, he was talking about how like they cripple their kids to become beggars and all this stuff. Huh? <laughs> like I don't know. It's very weird. I think it was Do I need Wayne. to start explaining why I have some daredevil books in my home to people? Uh no, I don't think I so. already well, whenever I have company over, I gotta hide those man show DVDs. <laughs> those are going right in the closet. They come back out when company leaves, of course, because I'm a huge supporter of uh, blackface. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> just just to make that perfectly clear, I'm absolutely not. Um, yeah, well, so we I'm, watched... I'm trying to uh, find where that was, um, because I want to okay. make sure it's Mark Wade before... <laughs> uh... We get hit with a defamation lawsuit, because Mark Wade listens to this podcast. Yeah. Well, while you look that up, I want to mention that uh, Part 9, Jojo Lands, uh, has had its first issue published, and I have not read it. It was Peter David. Oh, okay. I confuse the two of them a lot, honestly. Well, at least Mark Wade is still cool. Yeah, Mark Wade's fine. Peter David. For now. (laughs) Very strange opinions. Knowing the podcast curse, we're going to load up Twitter like a couple days after this. Mark Wade's going to be like, I'm going to Romania for a while, guys. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Peter David died, which is very likely. Well, uh, okay. He, he like constantly has bizarre health problems, so. Just like me. Yeah, actually. We both have uh, bizarre health problems and some things to say about Romani people. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> anyway, yes, Jojo lands out now. Yeah, I have not read it. I'm probably, so I've been debating whether or not to, because theoretically, if they end up adapting every single part into a TV show, eventually we'll have to come back and do part nine. Um, yeah. And I think it would be more fun to do it like we've always done it, where I go in blind. I mean, at, um, at this point, though, it's going to take so long. We'll be 50 years old by the yeah. time we're recording part nine. Uh the other thing, though, is like this is my opportunity to start reading a new part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure as it's going up and like yeah. follow along with it. Because part eight took so long to come out, like I just was not, I think, paying attention to it when it began. And mm-hmm. yeah, so I I do like that the main character's name is Jodio. Yeah, Jo Jo Jodio. Yeah, and the, uh, 
I, I like what they're doing with his uh, brother character whose name I'm blanking on. I think it's Dragona. Yes. Okay. Dragona Joestar. I know that the main stand name is November Rain. <laughs> All right. That's good. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, so, um, uh, The Hustle yes. is another stand in it. And then I'm trying to remember the, I think, Smooth Operators is the oh, other one. Nice. Yeah. Um. Yes, the... I would say start reading it, but the issue I would have is reading weekly or however what the release schedule is on this, I don't know, a manga yeah. is terrible. It's even worse than like monthly comics. I've been reading Berserk as it's come out, so I'm prepared for anything. There's never going to be more Berserk. I'm uh, they're, they're still putting out well, issues of Berserk. Okay, yes, but it is, you know. Bleak to say, but it is coming out with far more regularity now. I believe that. Yeah. Um. But no, I am. Uh. I don't know whether you mean it's just too much of a rapid clip of new issues coming no. out, or do you mean that like sometimes hiatuses can really kind of fuck with things? Yeah. That. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I am like nonplussed about that, that because I've been reading Berserk. That's not what nonplus means. Um. Yes. It I just don't like reading small chunks of stuff over time. I just want to read it in mm. larger chunks, I guess. Yeah, nice I just, I just wait till stuff's done, then read it. Like now, uh, I would uh, read up to Jojolian if they released it in English. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. It, it well, will eventually. Will eventually. They... They finished those, or I think they may still be going with those collections of Part Five, and so presumably I, I think hit. they just finished Golden Wind, yeah. Okay. Um, so I would love to buy those, but having bought parts one through four, I can tell you those take up a tremendous amount of shelf space. Well, guess what? You're too far deep into it now. You have to get them all. You got <sighs> one through four. Yeah, but I kind of also don't want to get Part Five because it's my least favorite part. Yeah, but then what? You're going to have one through four and then six? Come on. Yeah, I know. This is a, a problem. It helps that they like totally redesigned the way that those books look on the shelf, too, so I can make a clean break after four, aesthetically speaking. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. This week, we watched two episodes of Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, spinoff series about everybody's favorite character from part four, Rohan Kishibe. Uh, now, Larry, I need you to do me a favor. Uh, no. After after this episode is done recording for the podcast thumbnail, I need you to take the cover of "Don't Mess with the Zohan." Obviously, change it to "Don't Mess with the <laughs> Rohan," and then I need you to like Photoshop it so Adam Sandler kind of looks like Rohan, like he's got the hair and the the band and everything. Like maybe those uh those G pin like earrings would be pretty good. Why don't you do it? Because I'm busy playing Lost Judgment. <laughs> I'm busy playing Wanted Dead in Hitman Freelancer. Well, I just I guess... unlocked the bathroom. Hitman right, about... Agent 47 now has a toilet. Finally. Can, Finally. You, can you escape by uh, having 47 stand in the toilet and push the plunger on it? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just he just spins he, around and goes down he, there. I was just going to say that yeah, he spins around. Uh... <laughs> No, it's good though because before, like uh, Agent Forty Seven, just had to poop in the hallways and use magic to disappear it. <laughs> Who knows oh, where that's no. going? 
when I reach mastery level eight, he'll get a house elf. Just imagining all the teleported poop is just ending up in like some random guy's house, just opens his door, <laughs> sees more shit, screaming like, what is happening? It's like opening a door in like, oblivion and the house is filled with cheese wheels, but it's poop. <laughs> I uh, started playing oblivion last night also. All right, great. Yeah. Congratulations. Uh, I... That is cool how the game opens with Patrick Stewart getting stabbed to death and yep. then walking around outside for about 20 minutes with 2 HP hoping that you don't get killed by one of the, like, seven wolves chasing you. Hell yeah. Yeah, great game. I um, actually don't remember that being an issue. I just, like, went straight I, to the city. You can I'd see right there of... as soon as you exit. Yeah, but they told me to, like, go to the other place, and so I thought that I was supposed to go to the other place first, and I didn't go to the Look, whatever. Point is... The world is the your combat. oyster, because <laughs> the uh, that's that all game. the world is. Uh, that's true. Uh, the combat in that game feels weird. It is like, I know you're like, hitting based. guys, but it yeah. feels kind of like disengaged from what's actually happening, because it feels like you're just doing a bunch of dice rolls at the same time. That's exactly what it's doing. Great. Wait, wait until you play Morrowind, because it's way worse about that. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Also, my commitment to wanting to play that game right away is kind of, like, fucking me, because, boy, it runs like garbage, and I know that we had a whole discussion about how it runs great on the Series X. Uh-huh. I was like, no, I have to play it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I really need to play Oblivion right now. Well, look, you're at the beginning. Like, you can just stop. This is also, like, I started playing this game because I tried to play Gran Turismo 3 and I wasn't even able to get my driver's license in that game, so I still <laughs> kind of need to play something else. Like, okay. It's sort of like not being able to pass the tutorial and driver. <laughs> Although the tutorial and driver is messed up. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. I'm surprised anyway. Germa was able to do it. Anyway. Yeah. Rohan at, Kishibe. At a confessional. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a Kuichi showing up at the start of this, and his English voice is very sexy. Oh, you're back in English. <laughs> I am back in English. Course. Um, yeah, Kuichi drawn in like the style of current Araki. Uh, not a fan. No, like the actual like when he has sat down and drawn it like in his style, and not just David Production doing their version of it, looks even more horrific. I bet. I, I think I've shown you that picture before, and I think we have talked about it before. Yeah, I but think yeah, so. It's, yeah, a very arresting picture of Koichi. Um, but yeah, so it's been a while since we watched also, these. Also, it's funny because um, Rohan basically looks like he does in part four through all of yeah, these. Yeah, he does. Yeah. But then all the other characters, like some others, well, one of the characters at the end of this episode pretty much just looks the same, but another one does not, so... Yeah, um, also me watching this in English, uh, Rohan's voice I do not like at all, but I'm already in too deep, so I just stuck with the dub the entire time. So. Me watching this in English. <laughs> he sounds like appropriately pretentious in it, I guess, but the thing is I'm so used to, because of having watched part four in Japanese, he's got this like very deep masculine voice. Yeah. And so it's just like throwing me off. Koichi's kind of whatever because he's got like two lines in this thing, and then we like move on. Um, but I do want to say that because they have been ordering these in such a weird way, I spent like a good day trying to figure out what the hell I was supposed to watch. I mean, I told you like twice. I know. Uh, you know how much I listen to you. Yeah, I know. I found that out. <laughs> but. 
they the the way that they're doing this is that they kind of have like uh oh it's chapter five then we're doing chapter 13 then we're doing chapter two and i don't know and you can clarify this for me the original does that's how the manga is okay so it does go out of order yes i think that there is nothing wrong inherently with non-linear storytelling my problem is that the way Netflix has been uploading these is they rearrange them to go in like chronological order instead of release order. So Do the they? two episodes, the two episodes that we watched, there's four episodes uploaded. We're watching episode one in the queue and then episode four. In the queue. Right. Yeah. So th- very annoying because <laughs> I started watching because I thought like, oh, I would start at episode three, of course, because these are the last two that were uploaded. And then I was like, I've seen this before. Yeah. So I, I got very confused and I didn't know what I watched. Also, and I got upset and I had to go walk around outside for a little bit. I guess it's one of those things where I wonder if watching them in chronological order makes less sense. I guess the whole thing with this is it doesn't matter because none of these reference anything that happens in any other one. So I'm not really yeah. sure what the point of this is. Yeah, in, in these ones they don't, but in the other two they do because he buys that, like, property in one episode and then it kind of, like, loops back into oh, the Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, still, like, if the story is meant to be told non-linearly... Told? Li- li- told? <laughs> told? Oh, no. Me watching um, in English. <laughs> <laughs> Me like when characters say fuck word. <laughs> Me laugh long time. There is a good I need to remember exactly what Rowan says But in the run there is a bit where he swears Inappropriately and I thought of you There was so, an, there's none there's of the subs This time This was the regular crew doing it I guess Yeah, there's a, Megumi Hunter Yeah uh, it is fairly Reserved in the dub they don't really Swear much um, but anyway uh, Rohan is in Italy uh, doing a bunch of Like uh He's there to gain references for his manga, which is apparently something Hirohiko Rocky also did before part five as he went to Italy for a while. Yeah, of course. Um, which I respect that he probably took like half a year off to go, you know, fool around in Hawaii before part <laughs> nine. <laughs> probably. It's a good hustle. It's a very good hustle. There's a bit in one of these episodes where they mention like a manga artist could like buy their own private theater in their house and uh, own a race car. But, you know, some of us choose to live more modestly. And I just like to think that somehow Rocky is living this like rock star lifestyle. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's... like Nick Cage, like he's got castles and dinosaur skulls. <laughs> he's got the uh, first ever printed edition of Superman. Sure. Action comics. Yeah, that's a Superman comic. What yeah. I said is technically. I, I don't know why you, you just said it in a strange way. Okay, uh, but he is in a um, he is in a church, and he is kind of obsessing over this confessional booth, and of course explains you know the whole purpose of it, uh, and he is not allowed to take pictures of it, but he does so anyway, which quickly reminded me that Rohan Kishibe is an asshole. Yeah, of course. I like that he's almost like a self-insert for a Rocky, except also a horrible person. Yeah, he's such a dick. I forgot how much of a dick he is. Yeah, well, also here, he mentions, like, you know what your friend did to my hand, like, it injured me, and so I'm recovering for it. Rohan stabbed himself in the finger, just to make a point. 
was that uh, what he was referring to, or was it the, um... Oh, I guess, yeah, because Koichi is planning to go to Italy, so it would be at the end of part four. Yeah. Okay, for a moment I thought it was, like, the initial fight against Joe's Cave where he mostly got pummeled, but... No, he um, was, I assume, talking about when he stabbed himself with the pen. Hey, here's another fun way Rohan is an asshole. He decides to sit down in the confessional, sits in the wrong booth, so he's in the one that the priest is supposed to sit in. Guy comes in and is, like, borderline having a panic attack. He needs to confess so bad, and Rohan, instead of being like, hey, I'm sorry, I'm not the priest, you, sh mm -hmm. you shouldn't tell me this stuff, he's like, ooh, good opportunity to write my manga. Uh, <laughs> please... Tell me about that time you committed murder. Uh-huh. What a dick. Here's a question. Okay, I, obviously, I've never been in a confessional like that. Uh, every time I see it in TV shows or movies or whatever, you can pretty clearly see the guy on the other side. Yeah. Is that, is that not the case in real life? Why are you, you asking know. me? <laughs> You're Catholic, right? No. Oh. Well, briefly, but I never went into the confessional. Of course not. There was a period in time where my mom played around a lot with what religion we are, because I guess she felt <laughs> obligated to go to church, uh -huh. but she was not committed enough to actually believe in anything. And so there was a bit where we were invited to go to a Catholic church. So I was like air quotes Catholic for a month, maybe a month and a half, very okay. short span of time. I remember this is around when uh, Hunchback of Notre Dame came out. Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't do not ask me why I remember that. They are not directly I mean, linked. I just recall. Well, they kind of are. Actually, so to be more specific, I know because I was in like the, uh, the Sunday school thing, and they were like, "Okay, everybody, we're all going to talk in tongues because God loves us so much," and everyone talked in tongues except for me because I wasn't in on the scam. No, and little kid me internalized this as like well god doesn't love you and that's why you didn't talk in tongues so i was like bawling the whole way home and my mom was like do you want to get a quasimodo toy at burger king and like then everything was fine after that <laughs> of course i i remember like going to a church once where people did the speaking in tongues thing i even as a wee child thought this is stupid it's so like, fucking stupid like this is i don't want to be here this is very dumb you all sound like you got hit in the head. Yeah. They just Not repeat me. the same thing. It's just always sha-la-la-la-ya or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get some new material. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I think that is like what broke me at a very early age on the concept of religion. And it was probably like a, a good thing in the long run. Because now I'm not invested in any of that shit. Like I got to find out it was all a scam very Thank early. Thank you, Quasimodo. I, Yep. Speaking of Romani, people. <laughs> yeah. Esmeralda, what a babe, am I right? Aruga. Then you read the original story and you're like, oh no. I'm even more horny from this. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't remember what's in the original story. Uh, at, at the end, um, Quasimodo and Esmeralda get buried together. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Are they alive? Buried alive? I don't know. Probably. Probably, Considering yeah. the point in time that it was written, that wouldn't surprise me. Or maybe one... Oh, no, I think Esmeralda dies. I think, like, Frollo kills her or something, and then he gets buried with her while he's alive. I think that's it. Anyway. I wonder I wonder if he's, like, so distraught by it that he buries himself with her willingly. Yeah, I, I, like yeah that. that's what I'm saying. Okay. 
Well, uh, you can tell how invested we are in Attic Confessional, considering we have just spent the last 10 minutes talking about find, uh, getting out of religion and also the Hunchback and Mucher mm. <laughs> <laughs> This a fucking disaster. <laughs> I don't hate it. it. It's a very slow start, though. Yeah, it's... um. I think out of all the Rohan Kishibe episodes that we have watched, this one is probably my least favorite. Um, it's an interesting concept, but the actual like fight that occurs in it is not very compelling. Uh, but the confession that's taking place is this guy with a really cool haircut. So his hair almost looks like uh, the top of carrots or something to me. Kind of. Like I just want to like. They look like the the to be continued arrow at the end. Yeah, kind of. I just want to like want to want to grab onto the front of his hair and just like pull as hard as I can. Every time they they look like the arrow uh, that's the underline in the acclaim logo. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. like kind of tilted vertically. Um, I mean, it has like, he... it's like an arrow, but it only has one side of the point. Yeah, yeah. He uh, is is working a manual labor job where he's picking up these big sacks that are very heavy, and he has to like take them into a warehouse. Um, I guess no one saw Shinmu and got this guy a forklift. I was just going to say he's doing a Shinmu job <laughs> in real life. Yeah, and uh, this uh, stinky homeless man shows up and is like, I would really like a bite of your Subway sandwich because I need to eat fresh. No. <laughs> no, you... No. You pick up these sacks and you earn it, mister. <laughs> It's John Mulaney. <laughs> I move these sacks every day because I need money. You're going to come here wanting my food? You're going to move these sacks. Homeless people want Subway. <laughs> uh, that's not fair. It might be like a Quiznos sandwich or something. We, yeah, we, maybe. We, 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 we Could be a Jimmy John's. No, that is Might like be a Jersey way, Mike's. That is way too big of a sandwich to be a Jimmy John's. You go to Jimmy John's and you're ordering like 98% bread and like the thinnest slice of like roast beef. I was just naming there. submarine sandwich shops. I don't care. I am strongly opinionated about Jimmy John's and I would appreciate you not bringing them up. I have never been to a Jimmy John's. You never I, I know of them because of Brock Lesnar's shorts. They sponsored Brock Lesnar. Right. There is no way Brock Lesnar is filling himself on a Jimmy John sandwich. That is <laughs> literally impossible. That doesn't Probably even not. fill me up, and I weigh like 109 pounds. Mm. Uh, Jersey Mike's is really good, though, but that's mostly because they take like vinegar and olive oil and they just like drown the entire sandwich oh, in it. It is really go. just a, it's a, convey it's a conveyance device for the juice. Just wring it out juice. like a washcloth into your mouth. <laughs> yeah, then you throw the rest of the sandwich away. Okay. Do you remember? <laughs> do you remember um, in Tiny Tunes uh, how I spent right, I my vacation? About Tiny Tunes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> where uh, Plucky and Hampton they went to this restaurant that was just like all cheese. But the cheese like looked like white sponges, and I think there was a part where they like twist the cheese <laughs> and like get the juice in their mouth like that. Man, that was good. I really like how the majority of this episode is not going to be about JoJo's bizarre adventure at all. 
I don't know why we decided to do this. This was a bad idea. Completion. Uh, homeless guy shows up. Please give me a bite of your food. I am homeless. I am starving. And this guy's like, no. And if you want a bite of my food, you got to earn it. You need to move these sacks. Uh, and so he basically tortures this homeless guy who's got a lot of resentment towards uh, simply for being homeless. If you want to eat my subway, you got to move all these sacks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You thought of that like two days ago and we're waiting for the right point of this podcast to do it. I just watched this about 45 minutes ago. Okay, well then you've been sitting on that for 45 minutes. I did not. I just <laughs> refused to believe that was off the cuff. Um, All right. But yeah, this guy, uh, he's he's moving the sacks around until one of them like causes his back to give out and it just crushes him to death. And then like his... Is that what happened? That's what I thought, is it just was too much and, like, a mixture of exhaustion and the weight of the bag killed him. Yeah, okay. I, at first, I thought maybe he just collapsed, like, from being hungry. I, I think that's part of it. Yeah, But yeah. I think the weight coming down on him probably That, that makes more sense. I, I was thinking, like, well, okay, but, like, if he's going to die of starvation here, then him eating probably, like, wouldn't have mattered because he wouldn't have been able yeah. to digest it in time. But he does, he mentions, like, I'm so low on energy, I will move these for you if only you can give me, like, a yeah. bite or two of your sandwich so I can, like, fuel up. Mm -hmm. um, what this guy needs is a nice, ice-cold, refreshing NOS if he wants energy to be able to get a job <laughs> like this done. Uh -huh. um, I, I'm sorry I'm on a NOS, Terry. They finally liked one of my tweets, and now that I've got an acknowledgement, I am becoming even worse. <laughs> every day, in every way, George is getting worse. <laughs> Just, whoever took uh, control of that account did not get the notice that they are not supposed to interact with me. <laughs> Should have learned from the GameStop people. Yeah, honestly. Um, yeah, whatever. Fuck GameStop, though. I'm way into NOS. Uh, so he dies, but then his ghost kind of shows up and is just like, "I'm, per I I'm going to. You're cursed. I'm yeah. putting a curse on you, buddy. Uh, yeah. When you." Or at your most happy, the best day of your life, I will come back and I will do something bad to you. I'm going to send you to another dimension. And then he vanishes and uh, this guy goes about the rest of his life, becomes incredibly successful. He is rich. <laughs> He's got a uh, he, manservant. He, he wins the lottery and then he buys lottery. land and then he sells the land and the profit. And then he invents cornflakes, apparently. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, all depictions of people uh, living or deceased are purely coincidental. <laughs> I mean, he's he definitely did not invent cornflakes in our universe. That was uh, the great Doctor Kellogg. Yeah, uh, maybe this guy. What is this guy's name? I don't think they say. Maybe I'm it's Doctor sure. Kellogg. Maybe you don't know. This literally could have been the way Doctor Kellogg looked. He <laughs> wore this bizarre green, like short sleeved sweater and. His hair looked like carrots. Well, I was thinking the guy at the end. Maybe Kellogg looked like him. Of course, the timeline wouldn't match it. up because it'd be way yeah. earlier than this. But well, it would have still been this guy, though. Is the thing because the whole switch oh, yeah. at the end. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So this would still have to be Mister Kellogg. Yeah, we're going to get to the bottom of it, Iraqi. Mark my words. And when we do, you think, we will only, you think Iraqi we will put only... any thought into this? No, uh, but when we do. <laughs> We will only settle for an all-expense-paid trip to Hawaii. 
I want to go to Hawaii. Maybe Italy. Do you not want to go to Italy? Be okay. Okay. Well, it's good you said that because the only other idea I have is like a Subway gift card. Okay. I, there's nowhere else I want to go, other than Subway. Anyway, he's got a daughter, cute as a button, wants to catch popcorn with her mouth by throwing it up in the air. Um, her tongue is a homeless person. You know, it happens sometimes. Yeah, uh, very you, rare you know. genetic disease. Yeah, I like how this bit. It just made me think of um, the face on the tongue and kung pao. Which, as we've established before, I remember so much of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. You don't I can remember tell the, you, like, the, the tongue the with like eyes and mouth going or whatever it is. <laughs> Doing the opening part of the reflex? No. Ay <laughs> <laughs> Uh No, I don't remember that at all. Okay, it's like oh. yippee or something. I don't know. Okay, it sucks. Well, <laughs> like well, that, that's that... one of the bad parts. Every part of Kung Pao where they like inserted other stuff into it was bad. No God. Okay. Well, I. We'll be sure to watch Kung Pao right after this so I can come prepared next week. Kung Pao's great. Yeah. It's just like it, it has those little bits like that that are annoying. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, because he realizes that this is the happiest day of his life, because he's got every. See, Steve Oedekirk, the, um, the guy who made Kung Pao. Okay. Uh, also, the writer of Ace Ventura 2 When Nature Calls. Mm. Uh, his whole thing was like. Thumb parodies of stuff, Thumb Wars, and the Thumb Father. Oh, right, that was him. Yeah, so it it was basically him doing that, but with the tongue. That makes sense. Those Thumb movies are dog shit. Oh yeah, those are really bad. Even like I, I think I was like in the targeted audience for that uh, at the time, mostly being young and having like an underdeveloped brain, Uh, (laughs) as opposed to now where you are older and have an underdeveloped brain. They tell you you grow into it, but that's a load of shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember like renting them at the time and not even finding them funny back then. So, yeah. I don't know that I ever even bothered like watching all of them. I think I just saw like clips and was like, nah, no thanks. They suck. Yeah. Guess what? They I, I suck. I believe it. Again, like the worst parts of Kung Pao are the ones that are like yeah. that. No. Anyway, he realized this is, this is this is the happiest day of his life. Something happened to me. <laughs> I started talking in tongues. I did it finally. <laughs> you have a homeless man as your tongue now. Oh shit! Um, yeah. So it, the homeless guy from before is manifested on this girl's tongue, knocks this old man out who he's like traveling around <laughs> yes. with. Like, his she, just like backfists him in the nose too. Yeah, that's really good. Uh, and basically, is like, hey, I orchestrated all the fortune you've had in your life just so I could make it so much more sweet when i kill your ass uh but also now like it seems maybe a little bit anticlimactic if i just kill you after all this stuff happened like i need a way to make you suffer more and so he's like debating whether or not he's going to do it and he decides we'll let fate decide the the, the Uh, point is that he wants to make sure like it's basically a challenge to see if the destiny is on his (laughs) side or not yeah, so he he concocts this uh, little game to play where Mr. Kellogg will take a, a bag of popcorn, the one that his daughter had, and he will throw a piece up as high as the street lamp that he is standing near, and he has to catch three of them in his mouth consecutively. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't, 
I don't know how that you can throw a piece of popcorn that high. Yeah, I'm not sure. That already seems improbable. I'm going to guess Rocky has never thrown a piece of popcorn in his entire life. <laughs> he's he's read about it in a in a book, but he's never done it. Yeah, like just the wind resistance, like it, it, that would be yeah. very hard to do. Yeah. Anyway, he does it the uh, first time. He's almost blinded by the sun, but he manages to get it in his mouth, and he's ecstatic about this. Uh, the second time that he throws it up in the air, a whole bunch of pigeons end up seeing it and try to come over to catch the piece of popcorn. So um, he has a great plan of just he, ripping open the popcorn bag and stringing the popcorn everywhere, and then he catches the one yeah. that he threw. Because the birds were distracted He got the not biggest bad, seed bell they have Yeah, not a bad plan Although I will say if I were the homeless tongue In all of this, I would probably be like Well, technically you then put a bunch of pieces of popcorn in play And they all hit the ground so yeah. you lose, asshole That's what I thought was going to happen But then it's only yeah. the second one, so You played yourself um, But yeah, so he gets the last piece of popcorn But the problem is he's spent so long gloating and talking about Kung Pao and Quiznos sandwiches and whatever the fuck <laughs> <Siegmeier>. else. Siegmeier. <laughs> that the pigeons have eaten up all the pieces of popcorn that are left and are back in the air. And so he's still got one more piece to throw up, but he's got all these pigeons around again. So he pulls a page out of Jolene's playbook and lights his... It lights the piece of popcorn on fire so it'll be so burnt they don't want it. But also somehow this causes both of his hands to catch on fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. Well, he says he covered it in oil and lit on fire, so I guess he like he just had oil on his hands too. Where and how? I don't know. <laughs> Is it because he's Italian? He just carries around a bottle of oil with him wherever he goes. <laughs> I thought you were going to say he used the grease from his hair. <laughs> That's way more racist. <laughs> They're Italian. We've been over this. We have and Also, look, I didn't say that I said I thought that was what you were going to say I am upset that I didn't think of it Alright It's because he's got He's got a pocket full of gabagool He just got to reach in there and like <laughs> slather up and yeah, Slather he's up? <laughs> yeah just, You know, lather you know his hands up With some gabagool and then uh, Light it all on fire um, Gabagool is the most flammable Of the lunch meats, we all know this uh, yeah, his hands are on fire and he tries to catch the popcorn, but he is again blinded by the sun. And this time the piece of popcorn just kind of falls onto his uh, well, pectoral. It's not just that he's blinded by the sun. It's because he lit it on fire that he can't like see it in the sky next to the sun. Yeah, yeah. Just the additional light from it yeah, is yeah. difficult to see. Uh, he gets his head chopped off. Yeah. So, So who's in the booth? Is now the question on everybody's mind And <laughs> It's really good because Rohan steps out of the booth and he sees uh, The the carrot haired guy Like with his head cut off Like crawling towards the confessional The old dude who got backhanded before Is actually Mr. Kellogg who underwent Like plastic surgery They did to... a venom snake Yeah he took the other guy's Face it, it, no they did a face off Oh yeah they did a face off really yeah Yeah yeah, and and so this face-off scenario fooled the homeless guy, but the homeless guy is still around. <laughs> also, yeah, okay, that that was the main problem I had here is that this is like a ghost that's been haunting him, and yet he never paid attention when he face-offed. 
And like, there's a part yeah. here at the end where he says like, from now on, I, I'll be watching you last time. I don't, I just, I wasn't just paying him. attention for a while. Yeah. So I also have a couple issues with this. Number one, number one, number one, the guy who was faced off with, uh, who is the manservant. Mm-hmm. He was the one having the happiest day of his life because that's what triggered the ghost to come out. So was that, in fact, his daughter and not the original Mr. Kellogg's daughter? I think daughter? so. Okay. I was trying to figure that out. Uh, second, Because would it would be strange otherwise like if the girl was always spending time with just like some guy. Yeah, because that was like the other option, like the other scenario where I'm just like, this guy is like really happy to be hanging out with somebody else's daughter, and that's yeah. Kind of weird. Yeah, um, maybe his goodie has had cut off in that case, but um, yeah, the other thing, if the ghost is still around and he knows that the old switcheroo happened, just fucking kill him. Yeah, you do it any any time you want. So I guess like he's waiting for the happiest day thing to happen, and now he's like double cursed because the uh, the guy who got face swapped with him is also like hey next time you have the happiest day of your life uh, yeah, guess what, buddy? yeah he's got the original curse and now this other guy too yeah um, even though you know what if you accept that that's on you yeah anyway rohan is just like yeah most people would say this guy's a real piece of shit but i gotta respect his resilience <laughs> yeah um, he also says like yeah i do think he's evil but <laughs> Rohan essentially doing the whole like Hitler did have some good paintings thing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. This is not the dude, Rohan. <laughs> Which again makes sense for his character Rohan being an asshole. I'm willing to go in on this thing of like him finding something to respect about this guy who is an undeniable piece of crap. Yeah. But then we get a jump scare. Okuyasu is here. Oh, I turned the episode off before this happened. I was like, oh, the story's done. Did you really? No, I, okay. I stuck around for this. Come on. All right. <laughs> Good. I like surprise Okuyasu and also, yeah. uh, what's her face? Yasuko. Yukako. Is... Yukako, okay. Well, I, I was close. Remember, it started with a Y and ended with an O. Yeah. Um, had some K's in there. Yukako's hair right. looking very different, though. It's like sort of... St- Semi straight, like it's kind of wavy. It's not really curly yeah. like it was before. I want to say it's changed so many times in the actual like part that it doesn't really matter. But her face is also just drawn in a way that would not make her immediately recognizable. Outside uh, of the fact that she's sitting next to Koichi. <laughs> I don't know why Sarah. I was like, okay, that's Yukako. I mean, I still did, but she's definitely like off model. Oh, now you're going to say, oh, I recognize her the whole time. You just said <laughs> that you didn't. You know, it wasn't my best attempt to gaslight you, I will admit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's funny that Okuyasu basically still looks almost exactly like he did in part four. Like, he still has that type of eye. He doesn't have yeah. the insane giant eyes that the others do now. I'm not prepared for Fimboy Okuyasu. Oh, no. That... It... <sighs> There's this, like, Araki goes back and he, of course, redraws these older characters of his that were from, like, the 1980s and early 90s in his art style now. And, like, of course he does. Yeah. But you get stuff like um, Wamu on the back of, or actually I think it was ACDC, 
on the back of like one of those volumes and it's just like this does not look anything like how the character should look no and i think i'm of the belief that it makes more sense to just say that oh way 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 in the past everybody was more of a beefcake they slimmed down over time because people rely on their stands more than their physicality like i would much rather the like Joseph Joestar doesn't get redrawn to look like a twink. I, Killer I want men should not man. be twinks. That's what we're yes. saying. Yeah. Especially the pillar men, though. Yeah. Like their whole thing should be that they're like these Adonises mm-hmm. that are trapped in stone. So to, to see them get like trimmed down looks especially weird to me. Um, anywho. Anywho. Yeah. Next episode um, The Run. This is the better of the two. This one's pretty good. This one I, also I, has a slow start, but gets appropriately insane. Yeah, the way that this one just kind of compounds the weirdness is really good. Mm-hmm. There's a bit later that had me laughing my ass off, but we'll get there. Um, but meanwhile, Rohan <laughs> is is talking to this, uh, it's his manager, and he's just like, hey, uh, I need an advance because uh, I filed for bankruptcy because <laughs> I bought a mountain. <laughs> What? Because he bought like the uh, the oh yeah 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 yeah. property there yeah Yeah. um and also like all the other shenanigans that he has gotten into has basically left him destitute. Wait, are you talking about the right episode? Yeah, I'm on the run. Okay, I just remember the starting with him like in the uh, like interview chamber or whatever where he's talking about his busted hand. Oh right, yeah that that is how it opens up. I kind of skipped over that, but. Well, I started the episode up on here and I like skipped ahead a little bit. Like okay. not that far. But I was like thinking like the manager thing was in a different episode. I don't yeah. remember that in this. Uh but no, not only is his uh manager there, but Tamami and uh that oh god, I can't remember the guy's name, but the one that had like um was it red hot chili pepper? Like the electrical one, he had the guitar and everything. You're not on the right episode. Oh, I'm not on the right episode. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Well, no, I I hit the run. I hit the run and it went to Mutsukabe Hill. <laughs> this isn't... No, 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 no. This is on Netflix. I hit the right episode. I okay. know I did. It loaded the wrong one. Yeah, but you should, should when watching it, realize this is not the right episode. Yeah, I kind of did forget everything that happened like yesterday, <laughs> but... <laughs> Outside of Lang of Oblivion, apparently. <laughs> because, yeah, I remembered the part you were talking about where he's talking uh, to his manager and, yeah, um, the Red Hot Chili Pepper guy was there and whatnot. But This is the best episode of the bunch. It's my favorite one out of the entire OVA. I don't remember it at all. But... <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> hey, where am I? What are we doing? Who am <laughs> I? Where am I? <laughs> God damn it. Um, yeah, he his hand is busted up. I'm not cutting that out, by the way. No, don't. No, you okay. should leave it in. That is the only way I'm ever going to learn. Okay. <laughs> um, he's talking about how he has injured uh, the last two fingers on his hand. Uh, and there is a... He talks about how it happened in battle. Uh, which I ended up thinking this was going to have like a proper stand battle or something later on. Definitely not. Uh, kind of, um, uh, maybe. Yeah, it's it doesn't really make it clear whether or not this dude has a stand or if this is just a supernatural thing that's happening to him. But I do prefer to think that it is entirely supernatural. 
Yeah, to me, uh, it reminds me a lot of the uh, world record segment from the Animatrix. Uh, it's been so which long is a since cool. I That's where Animatrix. where the uh, track runner like manages to push himself past like physical limits to the point where he breaks out of the matrix. Oh, I, I thought that was going to go in a different direction for a second. I thought he was like racing one of the robots. No, no, because he's like mm. he's in the matrix. He's not racing the robots. Well, the Animatrix, I remember, has some stuff about like what society was like. That that's um, I don't remember what those were called, but yeah, there were two parts. They were like backstory about that. I don't care about those. There, there has been other things like that. Like they did that one for Batman after Batman Begins. That like that one was okay. Gotham Knights, the Nolan universe. Yeah. yeah. Um. God, there's so many like. There's so many Batman things that are just like Gotham Knights, Gotham Knight. Arkham yeah. Knight. Like it gets confusing. Um they also there was did a Green one Lantern the, one, I think, called like Emerald Knights. I don't remember that one at all. But I also re- recently they did the Star Wars one. Um, yeah, Visions. Uh, I've the, not seen the that. main one I remember in um Gotham Knights was uh there was one from the guy that did a Tech on Kincrete that was really good. Mm. Yeah, see I haven't seen Animatrix for the uh the Batman one since they came out. And I should probably watch them again. I just remember there was a um a, uh oh god what's the name of the bad guy Mr. Alligator Killer Croc Mr. Alligator <laughs> I was trying to think if you I wasn't sure if you meant the Matrix or Batman <laughs> It does Mr. Uh, Alligator <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good pretty good pretty good Oh hey Cherma <laughs> Mr. Alligator, it seems you've escaped the Matrix. That's my Mr. Yeah. Anderson. <laughs> That's not Mr. Not, Anderson. Not, not good. Oh wait, um, uh, Agent. Uh huh. Agent Alligator? No. Smith. Agent yeah, Smith. There you I go. remember because I saw the fourth movie. This boy, my memory problems are getting really bad. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little bit worried. I mean, I brought it up before, but I went to that neurologist and they said that I had a normal brain, but like sometimes I kind of doubt it. I think we're just getting older. <laughs> That's and you're very old. This is incredibly alarming. I'm really worried about what's going to happen by the time I'm like 60. When I'm 64. <laughs> what's that from? It's a Beatles song. Terrible Beatles song. Um, it's like, so this... well, you still love me, will you feed me when I'm 64, or something. That, that is awful. really good, that is honestly a really good impression of, um, shit. <laughs> um. <laughs> Who are you thinking of? It's one of the Beatles. Paul McCartney? Dave Kroll? <laughs> John Lennon? Yeah, John Lennon. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah, from Digital Foundry. <laughs> well, John Lennon also did not sing that song as Paul McCartney, but remember when Paul John McCartney's more like this? Paul McCartney, he has a bizarre voice. He's like, I, you know, <laughs> when did this become the bad impressions podcast? Don't have anything else to talk about. Starring Larry and George doing their dog shit impressions, <laughs> uh, featuring Miss Piggy. Frog and Paul McCartney. Well, it's me, Paul McCartney. Well, it's me, Paul McCartney. Yeah, yours is much better than mine. I don't know what the fuck mine was. 
Okay, I tell you, like sometimes I just think about like Paul McCartney voices talking about <laughs> <laughs> random things, just like. Uh, and though John would bring Yoko over to the studio, you know, and she wanted to play Smash Brothers, but she always wanted to play on Final Destination. And I said, I like having the hammer, you know, I like the home run bat, but she only wants to play no items. They're going to remove this podcast from Anchor. <laughs> Good. <laughs> this this dude with hair that kind of looks like uh, Yoshikage Kiro's from later on in part four. It's got sort of that thing where it's got like the weird bits sticking out of it that are like a darker color. It looks like he has batarangs stuck in his hair. So I'm speaking of Gotham Knights, there yeah. you go. Otherwise, yeah, he kind of looks like the protagonist from Persona Four. Yeah, a little bit the uh, the kind of silver hair. Uh, but this yeah, lady, it's like the same style too, just with the little batarangs in it. This grimy lady comes on up comes on over to him and is just like i have been staring at you for a while and i think you deserve to be in the pictures um but first he's like a model she gets him like one role in a movie and uh it's a very minor role but he at one point got to see the lead actor from like very far away on the set yeah just a little detail that i like uh, but she gives some advice. I'm trying to find exactly what she says because it really screws up his entire brain and is sort of the reason the rest of this episode even happens. Um, the agent told him in the beginning, movie stars and professional models must radiate an aura even when they're just standing still. Uh, so he, uh, so you must train your body, which he starts to do obsessively. Yeah, got that right. Like the, uh, this whole episode, the moral of this episode is that physical fitness makes you evil. Uh, yeah, and I agree. That is why I do not work out ever. Absolutely, I, I sit in my chair for about eight hours at a time until my legs start <laughs> to hurt. And my staring. blood pressure rises. Um, but Just he, like he David gets... Putty. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's right. Uh, he starts to get really fit. Uh, uh -huh. There's this good bit where he is in, don't correct me on this, he is in his apartment, he is doing jump rope, and his girlfriend comes over and is just like, I made you uh, spaghetti and meatballs for dinner. It's your favorite. We always eat spaghetti and meatballs on Thursday nights. And he's just like, I don't eat carbs anymore or fat, I just eat protein. Uh, here's a list of foods I eat, and it's just like boiled chicken and eggs. Yeah, egg uh, whites. Oh yeah, yeah. Not even the yolks. Yeah. And then he's just like, anyway, I'm going to bed. It's seven p.m. I got to be up early in the morning to like go running like a freak. Yeah. Um, you can go home, this... by the way. Yeah, and so there's this good bit where he tells his girlfriend to go home, and she's like, "This is my apartment." <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just really like the fake out with that. Um, but this guy starts ringing the door. Uh, and he is there to deliver a package, but because he rung the door too much, this dude flips out on him. Uh huh. It's just like, do you have any idea what time it is? I'm trying to sleep, which it is 7 p.m. And no, you're not. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I kind of wonder how much of this guy being like a violent himbo happened before he started working out. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I do think like he's driven insane by all of this because the uh, yeah. victims we see later are all like after this point. 
Yeah, I think he's driven to violence because of this, but I think he was probably always very stupid. Uh, yes. I think he was on the ed- he was a a loner on the edge of society. I thought you were about to say something different for a second. Okay, you need to cut that out. What? I thought you were going. To, I thought you were going to say he's on the spectrum. <laughs> be like, no. whoa, 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 Larry. Why would you say that? Well, now you said it. I only said what you were going to say. <laughs> that always works. You can say whatever you want as long as you say I thought that's what you were going to say. You thought you were going to get me with Italians having greasy hairs, but boy, flipped it around on you, buddy. I've been got. Um, he also is like taking money out of his girlfriend's wallet Yeah Because they had a deal on protein powder Yeah have you ever used taken $50 Absolutely not I told you oh, physical fitness terrible. is a sin That's fair But like I bought some ones just to try it And it tastes really bad It's just super chalky Yeah I bet It has like barely any flavor So when he was like it's chocolate flavored And I was just sitting there thinking like No it's not yeah, I feel like I would not want a flavored one. I would want something flavorless so you could mix with whatever to try to make me, it a little bit more palatable. Yeah, me thinking like chocolate flavored protein powder probably tastes like you just ran water over like off brand cocoa pebbles. Okay. Sounds like, terrible. Yeah, not not good. Anyway, part of his routine at the gym, uh at the gym is that he runs on oh, the treadmill. The gym. <laughs> He runs on the treadmill next to Rohan Kishibe, and they have a bit of a friendly competition that they do, uh, where they try to see who can run faster. They're, you know, just a, a weird little competitive thing that they like to do at the gym. Yeah. Um, at this point in the episode, it seems completely innocuous, because it absolutely is. Uh-huh. Um, by the end of the episode, it becomes a matter of life and death. Um, he has a personal trainer. Uh, who is very encouraging, seems great at his job. I like this guy. I believe he dies later in the episode, if I remember <laughs> Not, correctly. No, the the other guy he's training does. Because okay, he wanted right. him for himself. Yeah. And and this is the, the bit where we start to think like maybe a stand is involved because there's a part where he's like running uh, in the street and you see something starting to manifest behind him. Yeah, which at first I thought was like Satan is behind him because <laughs> <laughs> it kind of looks like a head with horns. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, turns out definitely not Satan. No. Uh, but we go back to this dude's apartment briefly, or well, this lady's apartment, and he is like starting to fill the place up with like workout equipment <laughs> and like dirty her floors and everything. And she physically cannot stop him from working out. And also, at some point, he just put a bunch of like climbing handles yeah. all over the walls rock, and the ceiling climbing handholds he glues one over the uh like thermostat yeah and he's like well i guess we don't need that anymore <laughs> yeah and there's this whole part where she's saying like no this is messed up we need to stop and he's just like up in a corner of the room <laughs> like a guy in a hereditary or something <laughs> But uh, she eventually is just like, you know what, this is too weird for me. You need to leave. And so he's just like, okay, opens up the window, <laughs> crawls out the window, and then there's the funniest shot in the entire goddamn episode is he's also put these rock climbing candles on the wall of the exterior of the <laughs> yeah. apartment leading all the way up to the window. And she's like, this place is a rental. <laughs> 
I'm so sympathetic to this lady. This is horrible. Everything that happens to her. And like we find out later on in the episode, he murders her apparently. <laughs> yeah. um, which I don't know what the deal with that is because at least the murdering the guy who uh, in like these next few scenes we find is bogarting his personal trainer's time by scheduling appointments around when he wants to have appointments. That makes sense. He's trying to bump that guy to get him out of the way. The uh, the delivery man who irritates him, I guess, also. Sure, because he wants peace and quiet. The girlfriend, the only thing that I can make sense of is that he is, in fact, so stupid that he still thinks that this is his apartment. Maybe. Despite the fact that he must have some different place to live. Yeah. Well, maybe uh-huh. not. Maybe it's to get her money because he also, like, drains her bank account or something That's like that. That's the thing. Like, he isn't going to get any more money from her because he took it all out. Yeah. To buy he... those sick rock climbing holds. It is pretty sick. Also. I like the part where he's jumping rope and he's doing it so quickly it, like, forms a force field around him yeah, that she can't even reach yeah. through. Yeah, anyway, I just I feel bad for this lady. Um... But we, I think this is where they establish the competition, or no, this is the actual, okay. So, Rohan and... uh, Before this, there was a bit where they're competing, uh, lifting weights. Mm. Like, uh, doing bench presses. Yeah, sorry, I had to take a sip of my juice. Um, Spicy V8. Yeah, so good. Uh, Mm. So... Hey, you know what? It's good for you. It's a bunch of like pureed vegetables. It's, it's juiced vegetables, celery, tomatoes, carrots are in here. I think radishes and like a eight ounce serving has about 48% of the sodium that you need for your day. <laughs> yeah, well, that's great. It means you get it all in or half of it in one go. Yeah, I get all of it in one go because I like to fill up with about 16 ounces. So. Oh, well, okay. I get, the, I, get the, I get the glass right up to the rim. Um, so the competition that they have is like, there's a little, I think your brain has been like brined at this point. <laughs> maybe that's part of your problem. It may, maybe it's they have a table, <laughs> they have a table. <laughs> hey Morty, I pickled my brain. <laughs> <laughs> that's happened to people, you know. Like they, oh, that's terrible! They've had Don't like, tell me that. I think no. Well, you have to really try to do it, um, because it was a, uh, I think it was like radio challenge of like dr- drink a gallon of soy sauce or something, and I guess people did it. And it like oh yeah, that one basically lady. killed them. Yeah, that that YouTube channel. Like yeah, I'm going to end up on there where it's just like this man drank a 16 ounce glass of V8 and talked about JoJo's. Here's what happened to his liver. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there, there there was one of those where it was, uh, I think a lady had some sort of, uh, um, it was like to detoxify or something like that. She drank like a full liter of like soy sauce and mm. it like started shutting down like every organ in her body or something like that. Yeah. Um, there was one too where someone ate like 15 bananas and it fucking killed them or like left them a paraplegic or something like that. Yeah, there, there was one where a lady died because uh, it was like... A- it was to win a wee and so the whole thing was like drink all this water and don't urinate hold your wee to win a wee like that was oh, the no. contest and so that killed someone too was that a morning radio contest because yeah. that sounds like it okay. yeah anyway that youtube channel is terrible for a hypochondriac like me i don't recommend anybody watch anything i don't there. know what channel you're talking I about i don't remember what it is either well they digital foundry all... 
all their vets, uh, all their <laughs> Sega changed the amount of voxels in Sonic Unleashed. Here's what happened to Yuji Naka. He's in jail. <laughs> um, no, uh, uh, yeah, they they all have like this similar like naming convention of like someone did this seemingly innocuous but maybe a little bit excessive sounding thing. Here's what specific organ started blowing up. Yeah. Um. Anyway, there's this table between the two treadmills. It's got a remote. The remote will shut down the treadmill that it is pointed at, and the competition is if you are able to reach 25 uh, kilometers. Kilometers. Yeah. Thank you. I, I use the imperial system because <laughs> I love the thought of taking over countries. Um, <laughs> Who doesn't? That's why we're all here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, whoever reaches uh, 25 kilometers per hour, they are the ones that get to pick up the remote and shut their treadmill off. And I guess the other one just has to like fly off the back of the treadmill as punishment. I guess. Uh, like you would think, like hitting an emergency stop on a uh, treadmill going that fast would be maybe worse, but um. yeah. Uh, but Rohan won the last time, and he won it uh, through devious means because, of course, he is Rohan. Of course. I mean, not, not really, though. They reveal that he, like, smacked the table in such a way that gave him an, an advantage, but they were otherwise tied. Yeah. And so if they went at it at the same time the way they were supposed to, Rohan would have lost. Um, I am willing to believe, because of Rohan's character, he intentionally smacked that table knowing that he would give himself the advantage. Oh, definitely. But I'm saying, I feel like that's within the rules. Disagree. <laughs> You're just the whole thing is just who can grab it first. Like, if you can, if you have the time to smack a table and then grab it, then you win. I I take the other guy's side in this. I take his side in all manners. I wish that he would convert my apartment into a gym and murder me because he's a hunk, so he's allowed to. Um, he gets oh, into this boy. race. His muscle definition is fucking crazy. Yes, again, we're in Baki territory here. Rohan is checking this dude out like the uh, Icelandic ultra blue infomercial. (laughs) (laughs) The bit where they're rubbing the cream on the guy's body, Uh Rohan just kind of like gawking at him like that. Um, But yeah, his muscle definition is so insane that some of his muscles are taking the form of what look to be like uh, wings on his back on his uh, uh, calves, and we find out later in the episode, even on the back of his head. And this guy hasn't even eaten a... eaten. Drank, drank a Red Bull. <laughs> and Red Bull gives you wings, get it? Uh, yeah. Imagine this dude hopped up on Nas, though. Uh, nobody, that, nobody should drink Nas. They should only drink that, Red Bull. That gets you to go fast. Maybe bang. Oh, no. You know what? To be fair, this dude does seem like somebody who would drink Bang. Yeah, probably. Bang is for meatheads, first of all. Uh, Secondly, it has no sugar, which means it's zero calories, which means it's the healthy drink. And so, of course, he would go for the healthy option. Whereas Nos discontinued Turbo, which doesn't have any sugar in it, now got a goddamn drink regular Nos, which is bad for my diabetes. I do it anyway, because I'm committed. I can't see so good anymore. 
I've lost most of the feeling in my beats, and I, they're starting to get sores. It's bad, but but I'm an osset, so I'm in it. Um, yeah, so this this race is going <sighs> on. The dude is so so good, so powerful, so efficient at running on a treadmill. <laughs> he flips around and does it backwards, and is still gaining speed. Well, he, he like twists his ankle, like his yeah. foot goes starts to go backwards. So he just like goes with it and starts running backwards. Yeah, it's gnarly. And then he chucks a like dumbbell at the window behind them. So there's several <laughs> stories up, which means that if one of them is still running on the treadmill and kind of like loses control of their body, they'll fly off the back of the treadmill, out the window, and die. Right. Uh, you could so also just like step to the side. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, if this was, if he was competing against the members of OK Go, they would simply gracefully jump <laughs> to another treadmill and be totally that's right. fine. <laughs> so these are the stakes you don't want to fly out the window and die this dude's body is insane and so he will almost certainly win and uh rohan panics and tries to go for the remote and gets two of his fingers broken uh but he's left the use of enough of rohan's hand that he can still pick up the remote and use it only if he wins fair because it's all about doing this fair uh-huh um and Rohan, he uses Heaven's Door on the guy. Uh, that's where he finds out that, like, multiple people have been killed, and he's just like, oh, shit, this guy's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As uh, if the other stuff, I like, didn't tip him off, like, breaking the window and all of that. Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. He might not be such a good guy after all. Uh, I, the animation during this segment is awesome. I, I really, yes. really like it. Yeah. There's... Uh, great bits where their faces are strained and they're screaming from running so hard yeah, again, and like, like the timer's that, flying by this was the part that reminded me of that animatrix bit because it's very similar to this mm. it is a good way of expressing how fast they're moving even though they're technically like stationary on these treadmills so yeah. you still get like a lot of the the dynamic stuff that you want to get from a race without it actually being like a proper race mm-hmm. um David Production killed it on this episode. Uh, Love you, David. Yeah, which is good because I think the the animation in the previous one was kind of just average. There just wasn't a whole lot going on with it. It was all right. I like the little Tongue Man. Tongue Man was good, but yeah, it it wasn't as, uh, again, dynamic as as what this one was. (laughs) A one where they're running on treadmills. Yeah, <laughs> um, and the guy's crawling around on his walls like fucking Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Rohan, he still manages to... Uh, okay, sorry, I had to collect my thoughts here for a second. He loses, right? But the yes. guy, when he grabs up the remote, he, because Heaven's Door has been used on him, he wrote into him to instead point the remote at Rohan's treadmill, yeah. uh, which saves Rohan. And then this dude flies out the window and loses. And Rohan has this moment where he's just like, this guy's crazy. This guy's body is crazy. He's probably still alive, despite the fact he <laughs> flew out of the skyscraper gymnasium that we're in. We never get confirmation of it either, which is great. Yeah, Rohan's just like, he. I'm not going to look out and down because he's probably just like there on the side of the building and will kill me. Yeah, he'll just grab me and throw me out of here. Um, 
then we do get this shot though where we get a good sense of how high up they are and it's like a good seven or eight stories like it's yeah ridiculously high up for a gym um which makes me wonder if this entire building is a gym or if they're just in an office building that happens to have a gym that for some reason they're allowed to be inside um but in any case i feel like that's maybe a japan thing where just like awesome. they have buildings like that where yeah. every floor is just some weird completely unrelated thing there's a lot of parts of japan that are very vertical this floor is a cat cafe this yeah. one is an uh like internet cafe this one is a femboy cafe yeah no, I get it. <laughs> yeah 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 exactly <laughs> no it, out of necessity I mean, there's a lot of parts of Japan that are very densely populated, yeah, yeah. and so they have to build up because it's kind of the only direction that you can build in. Um, so yeah, sure, that that makes sense. I'm willing to go in with you that this is a just a seventh-story gymnasium, and that is perfectly normal in Japan. Perfectly normal, perfectly healthy. Also perfectly normal to get possessed by the spirit of Hermes. Yeah. The god, the god so, of muscles. I, that's what they call him. <laughs> I, I would like to make a quick note here that uh, in Japanese they pronounce it Hermes, which makes me mm. think it is supposed to be Hermes Costello. Very interesting, Larry. But, Very uh, interesting. <laughs> but I'm saying that because that's how they pronounce it in Japanese, then in the English dub they also say Hermes just kind of as a out of deference to it. But it is yeah. supposed to be Hermes. I'm trying to find this part real quick with the like inappropriate swearing that Rohan does. Oh, in very interesting. <laughs> well, I think it's like around where he throws the dumbbell through the window. Rohan just kind of looks back and is like, what the goddamn shit is happening? <laughs> and it's like Probably. very funny coming out of Rohan, who is presented more often as being much more proper in the way that he speaks yeah he's so i had like a yeah. i had a larry moment where i was like nah, i don't know but then i came <laughs> back around because i had to understand that, that of course makes it more adult and i am an adult and as an adult <laughs> who likes cartoons i only like adult cartoons that's why i watch jojo's bizarre adventure and that is why i watch family guy in the cleveland show uh-huh and that's all the animation that i watch what about south park to, no, definitely not. I used to watch Rick and Morty until... <sighs> Wait, what happened with Rick and Morty? I'll t I'll tell you off the air. So, okay. Yeah, no, it's... um. I mean, I'm still watching it, so I, I have to know if there's something think, wrong with it. I think it's cool what happened, but I'll get a lot of, in a lot of trouble if I say that on the podcast. I'm a, so. well, I'm a huge fan of the show. <laughs> I love, you know, my favorite characters. Uh, number one, gotta be Rick. Uh, and mm -hmm. I think number two is probably Morty. Yeah. Uh, I like Summer. There's a lot of pictures of Summer Ooh. on the internet. Uh, she's 16. Oh, I mean, of course. <laughs> Wait, uh-oh. No. <laughs> no, there's... Just to be clear, I'm making a joke about the fact that Justin Roiland has been recorded several times saying some real creepy shit about the character Summer on a show who happens to be 16 years old. There's nothing sexy about the way that Rick and Morty characters are drawn in the first place. That's so. uh, the two Rohan episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, we don't look it. out the window. He might murder you also. <laughs> Hermes has possessed him. Uh, the thing with Rohan that I'm concerned about is this guy still knows who Rohan is. And if he's already been murdering yeah. people, like what's to stop him really from just tracking Rohan down someplace else and killing him?
Uh, yeah, because he says, like, the only thing I can do now is run away. But Rohan's, like, a famous author. Run, run, run away. Uh, that's, uh... What's that? Talking heads. That's what? The talking heads. Oh, run, 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 run yeah. away. My problem is I can't sing. I thought you were trying to do the Del Shannon song, <laughs> Runaway. No. It sounded that's, closer to that than the Talking Cats one. That's pretty telling. The psycho killer. Um, yeah. That should be the outro, because you gotta run away from the psycho killer, and that's what you, happens in this you, one. You know, you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes I contribute to this podcast. Next time, we'll yeah. be watching uh, the Diamond is Unbreakable Chapter 1 movie, of which there is no Chapter 2. Yeah, directed by and... the great Takashi Miike, mm-hmm. who did Dead or Alive, uh, not the Dead Correct. or Alive that I'm typically thinking. No, not about. DOA Dead or Alive, but yeah. regular Dead or Alive. What's some other Takashi? Are you Miike aware of how movies? Dead or Alive ends? Uh, the the Takashi Miike yeah. version? No. Whoa, whoa. who's that? <laughs> Takashi Mike. Yeah. No, I I saw the ending to it once. Okay. But it's been so long, I've kind of forgot what happens. I remember it's. How like, do you forget? <laughs> well, I remember only that it's like very tonally different from the rest of the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Is it doesn't it become like a super sentai thing like at the very end or something? Kind of. Okay. Um. Yeah. Well, Takashi Miike's directed like eight hundred movies or something. Yeah. Like thirteen assassins audition. Um. Blade of the Immortal recently, Yakuza Apocalypse, Gozu, Izo. Ichi the Killer. Uh, yeah, like Ichi the, the Killer. Um, uh, Visitor Q, which is yeah. a very good movie if you love incest and necrophilia. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, Happiness yeah. of the Katakuris. <laughs> very good movie if you like incest and necrophilia. There's <laughs> an any in Happiness of the Katakuris. I thought it was Happiness of Katakuris. No, it's the Katakuris. It's a... It's a family, they're named the Katakuris I don't know because I keep trying to buy that movie And every time I think about like Oh, I need to finally sit down and watch that It's always like out of print Really? I, I know it like never I'm went like... down in price So eventually I was just like I'm gonna pay $20 for this Because what other choice do I have? That was the thing for a while And I thought, yeah That was the thing for a while And then I remember caving one day And similarly being like I guess I'm just gonna pay full price And at that point I think it was out of print and then I checked back several times, and it was not back in stock anywhere. So I don't know if it's just totally I, out of print, or I think I think I they've kept luck. that one in print. That's an Arrow release. I'm pretty sure that's available. You probably just hit at bad times when they were like out of stock there, or something. There used to be so many good clips of that on YouTube, and they have all been taken down. Bummer. Maybe people have re-uploaded them, but like that whole opening bit with the uh, like captain looking guy. Yeah, he like dies halfway through his song while he's levitating <laughs> in the air so it's just his corpse levitating around yeah um, yeah the bit where there's like the whole murder thing they pull this the uh, pair of scissors out of the guy's neck and like and the walls come in. down and, yeah they yeah. do that music number yeah it seems like a good ass movie and i have still not seen it even though i've been aware of it for like 20 years it's really good yeah. um also uh sort of related though uh, Takashi Miike has sort of a side hustle of directing live action things va- based on anime or video games. Uh, yeah. 
It's done a side hustle because it only accounts for like 300 of his movies. Yeah. He's done uh, like the Phoenix Wright movie. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yatterman was one. Uh, I like how it, uh, him and Hideki Anno kind of have the same thing going, except Anno like treats his with way more self-seriousness. Yeah, I guess so. Like, but still with a very obvious and understandable reverence for the source material. He doesn't stray super far away from that and do anything that's like crazy, crazy different. From what I've seen, but... Ultraman is, is maybe a bit sillier than Shin Godzilla was. Mm, I'm not okay. sure. I'm looking forward to seeing what Kamen Rider is going to be like. Yeah, the Kamen Rider one seems like it's treating it with a, a certain level of seriousness, but I don't know. Uh, um, the Godzilla one. Shin Godzilla is great. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love how much of that is just uh, Godzilla would be terrible, uh, not because he's a giant monster destroying everything, but because bureaucracy yeah. would ensure that he would destroy a whole lot before anything's done about it. Uh-huh. A whole movie about government red tape. <laughs> it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, hey, the, the original Godzilla was a commentary about uh, the horrors of nuclear yeah, weapons, yeah, and yeah, I guess yeah. more on, for uh, the modern age. Yeah, we yeah. get it. Everybody knows that. Yeah, but I'm just drawing the comparison to say that if you want to do a Godzilla story that says something about society for the modern age, it probably would be how bureaucracy interferes with being able to get anything good done or saving people. Well, that's a little bit more of a libertarian take, I think. But All I'm saying <laughs> is... All you're saying is you want to build a city underwater. Uh, I... All I'm saying just is... asking questions. <laughs> I'm just asking, is a man not entitled to the sweat of his brow? <laughs> That's all. They should just uh, let me smoke weed and deny business to whoever I have problems with. That's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so next right, week, next week. The, that live-action movie, and then we'll be back for uh, the finale of Stone Ocean after that. Well, two more episodes. I know. I, the, I'm uh, saying like uh, that. That's like the final stretch. For a moment, you made it sound like we were doing six and one. I was going to be like, Larry, there's absolutely no goddamn no. way we barely <laughs> no, it'll, stayed it'll on topic two, for two episodes of Rohan. Two, three episode weeks. Okay. But, All right. Well, uh, we'll see you next time on Stand and Deliver. You don't have anything to add this time. <laughs> No, the juice is giving me heartburn. <laughs> okay.